very warm welcome to our Whispers of the Soul podcast, where we host conscious conversations with a spiritual and soulful twist. We and our guest speakers talk about life-changing events orchestrated from our soul, so that we can raise the profile of our quieter and more softer voice that comes from our intuition. So stay with us for your next soul download. Whispers of the soul. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Whispers of the Soul. I'm Sally. And I'm Sibi. And uh, we have another fabulous guest lined up for you today. Um, so wherever you're listening, strap yourselves in because it's going to be a good one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we've just said you can't see if you're listening on the podcast, but Tim Elliott, our special guest uh, today, has just raised both eyebrows to that comment. So... <laughs> We shall see where today takes us. Um, so lovely Tim joined us actually back in episode three. Yes. Um, and he was actually one of our first guest speakers on the podcast. We've been going for a year now. Woohoo! Which is super exciting. Um, yeah. And Tim has joined us again because we just had so much to talk about that first time. So We're trying to continue or go back to, again, or whatever, move to past this new or wherever we end up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so for those of you that don't know about Tim, um, Tim runs and collaborates um, projects that use creativity as a catalyst for positive change. He's also a mentor, workshop facilitator, speaker and climate reality leader. So a very warm welcome, Tim. Hello, hey. everybody. <laughs> Happy first birthday. Thank Yay! you. <laughs> it's so right. nice to have you back as well, because it doesn't feel like a year, actually, does it? It's, it? Well, in some ways it does. In other ways, it feels like it's gone really quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Time. Yeah. Time is funny Time like is that, funny. right? Time is funny like that. But it does. it is nice to be back. I did enjoy our conversation. It felt like we just started. So it's good to see where this middle bit comes from. I'm sure yeah, I've yes. got another one. It, so that British thing, you know, when you have nights out with karaoke, they don't all want to sing till midnight. You know, we yeah. just get started towards the end. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get warmed up, don't you? And then... We get warmed up. Yeah. 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 But no, looking forward to chatting with you today. Yeah, it's good. I'm glad you didn't start by asking me. Like a lot of podcasts that I go on, they go, what do you do, Tim? Introduce yourself. And it's always a horrendous question for me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> because quite multifaceted and have a lot of projects I I work one of the roles I have is at University of Nottingham and I remember I was doing an event with um, a lady called Dr Terry Hallowell uh, who is incredible and somebody asked me how was life and to introduce myself and and she was like oh my god don't ask him that you'll be like oh my brain was imploding I was like oh my god what is life I don't really understand what am I for (laughs) (laughs) just introducing myself on a panel like I'm not good at those questions so I I appreciate the brief intro thank you well if you could elaborate on what life is please um We know you you do so much. And, you know, when we were talking last time, we well, we, we were focusing on energy behind words, weren't we, last time? Yeah. And yeah. from that point, so much came yes. up, which was just so fascinating, really, to dive into. And um, I know we're going to be talking a little bit about um, the North Star, finding yeah, your purpose. Finding your, finding your North Star, which I, I, we may have we may have even touched on in our the first episode we did. But um I guess that it kind of ties in with you finding it difficult to introduce yourself because it's not always a case of 
finding your star is not always a case of one thing, is it? Yeah. It's it's no. maybe about finding what well, how do you see it? And uh, and then we can elaborate from that. It's so the North Star is a, a is a idea, a visual idea. I like visual things. I'm that kind of guy that gives us direction. It kind of guides us in the right way towards in the right direction. And direction gives us momentum, right? Um, it can show up as many different things like purpose statements, um, just cause, ideas you want to fight for. You might be passionate about solving a problem or meeting a need for a bunch of people like it doesn't i don't really mind what label you attend append to it i just think it's important to have one and a, a lot of work that i do it's helping people find this north star and north star seems to be a phrase that everybody understands whether it's come from like christmas as kids sort of thing or just the visualization that it's meant to guide people on in the right direction. Um, true North as well. They say that, don't they? North, true North, true North kind of, the kind of where are you magnetized? What are you magnetized towards as well? I quite like yeah. that idea. Yeah. You- it, it definitely is that directional thing. And and, and True North and, and magnetize, there's kind of layers yeah. to this analogy, right, uh, of, of what a True North is. And I often, through kind of workshops and things try and help people find their compass but in order to have the inner compass for those of you not what uh, not on this scene which is everybody i'm rubbing my uh my center chest area I don't know, that's, if you could please do the same as you're listening it will help yeah, if you just if rub that it's quite if nice. you could all it's just please cold. just <laughs> we're finding inner compasses right that's now how inner compasses. that's oh, where sorry. mine lives that's where mine lives i don't know everybody else it. can have their own <laughs> What, what an odd start sorry about that people um but we are like you have your inner compass right and the job of the compass is to always point to your true north so in order for that to be effective to be a good compass you have to define what your north star is and your north star i find personally it's a really good place to start because it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be a specific destination yeah right i think I really, I personally, even though I do a lot of this sort of work, struggle with specific, not specific anything, but um, goals and propositions and purposes. Like, but for me, this sort of work, this sort of stuff is it, a feeling, mm. right? It, it, I know when I'm on track. I know when I'm heading in the right direction and I definitely know when I'm not. Yeah. And I, you know, and it's a, the more you, practice this sort of behavior and this openness to that to that belief system that you're heading in the right direction the more you're able to tell when you're going hold on mm-hmm. I'm going I, like I'm disconnected I'm going in the different direction I'm going down the wrong right like but your compass is there and it's a set of it's a tool right or a set of tools or a, a set of contraptions to help Oh, you navigate in the right direction through a purposeful life and it helps you follow the right direction and make intentional decisions when it's cloudy and it's hard to see the light of the North Star, which happens a lot, right? This world is is designed to put stuff in the way 
and make it cloudy and distracting. Mm, part, you know of to... <laughs> part of the journey. Part of the journey, eh? Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, you're not always, the North Star's not always in sight, but it doesn't mean you shouldn't be able to move forward. And there's, you know, there's sets of tools, there's sets of practices you can do to to help you that i think everybody's got one as yeah. well i know i know it's hard to see right it's hard to see when especially if you're talking about something quite intangible like a north star or a direction for a lot of people this is quite intangible so if i know we three are fine with it yeah the people who are listening to your call um but for a lot of people it's intangible so it, it, it's yeah they're looking at all the other stars <laughs> Yeah, they're not even looking up a lot of the time. Looking up, looking at the feet, looking at the ground. Honestly, they're not looking. That's it. They're not looking up, right? And or or walking around. There's loads of lovely analogies, like walking around with our eyes closed. Do you know what I mean? And they make. I I I came out with a phrase in a workshop recently, in a couple of recently that um I really liked and had to write it down. Sometimes I don't know what I think about a thing until I say it. You see. Mm, yeah Um, a bit like that which Mm. is interesting but I put so many of us choose our path or our decisions through fear disguised as practicality Mm. right and I think practicality is fog yeah you Mm. know what I mean it high it's big clouds it's stepping like walking under a bridge like it, it when you're thinking about the north star you need to give yourself permission like it's really a practice it's work right this sort of thing yeah yeah it does feel like a practice and I like what you were saying about having those specific goals which could technically tie in a little bit with the practicalities of oh I need to meet this this and this but you know it's it's almost like that then eliminates all possibility or potential you're not you're you're what I would call over scripting you're not allowing anything you know the universe to kind of come in and have its say and help navigate Mm. and have that you know that pull that natural like you were saying about the magnetism Mm. of what feels right because like you said Tim there's so many distractions there's so many things happening but you know (laughs) I mean sometimes it's it's so bad isn't it I mean it's just like oh I just follow this light (laughs) we're just so easily distracted I think I met we're we're talking about shiny penny syndrome weren't we oh I was talking about it to a friend that shiny penny syndrome yeah um but this is a bit I'm sort of going off track a bit but um I loved the idea that the shiny penny um that an old battered penny is worth the same amount as a shiny new penny I really like that concept Mm. that you know um and sometimes we get just thinking that that's more valuable or we should go that way because it's you know more attractive or Mm. but actually it could be that that's not our our true you know direction and I think that that is like super connected right this is where the compass comes in so throughout our life whether it's work personal whatever you're doing like this thing that we're on Right, we come across points of going, look, there's a penny there. Shall I pick the penny up or not? It's a little yeah. decision-making thing. And this is where the compass goes on. Mm, right? yeah. If if the compass doesn't point to the penny or it doesn't need the penny, then that sort of helps you. It becomes like a a, a decision-making tool, right? Like, an, not to use a boring word, but effectiveness. Mm. Right? If you, if you are whatever journey you're on whether it's entrepreneurial whether it's just a creative life whether it's your own 
you know, trying to be the best human you can be sort of experience. Mm-hmm. Effectiveness is an important thing and having tools and frameworks and things and practices that yeah. we can do that help make us effective decision makers on that journey, it becomes frictionless, right? Because we are like, if we're not confident in the direction that we're doing, if we're a little bit unsure or we've picked a, a goal which is arbitrary, which happens, which is another reason I don't like specific goals. Because usually people go, oh, I want to like do this thing or achieve this. And you're like, okay, like, do you? <laughs> like, what's, what What happens after that? Like, like, what if you did that next month? Would you just stop? Is that a thing? Like, it should be a continual improvement thing, right? There shouldn't be an end. Like yeah. it, there's loads of sayings. It needs to serve a, a purpose, doesn't it? It can't just yeah. be purposeless yeah it can't be it needs to be i think intention is a nice word for it like if we can act, have intentional lives and make intentional choices mm. i think not all of those choices and decisions will come off but if it's intentional we're all right that's you know we're all imperfect humans right we're not gonna nail every every decision mm. but if we do it intentionally, if we have a bit of thought, if we think about it, if we consider the the whys and the wherefores and the hows and the who's that, that go with it, I think that's the best we can do. And sometimes it's it's about not knowing and doing it anyway, which is where the kind of excitement and surprise comes from and all those good mm. good things that we encounter when we're heading in a direction. Yeah. And do you think I, I... I've recently had a conversation with a friend who started something, a course, an MA, and she's now decided to not do it. And the process that she had to go through and the the conversations that we had and the realisation that, that, that actually, although she had, I suppose this is like this practicality thing as well, she, she had part of her that was saying, if I do this, it could lead to this. And, you know, then I could have more freedom, possibly. This was within the NHS that so was doing an MA. I can't remember the exact MA title. I've asked her so many times and forgotten it immediately. I'm, I'm like, could just tell me what you're doing again? Anyway, that's just one of my things. But um, um, And she had to go through this process of then really, she really, really, because she was like feeling like she had to do this MA, you know, because, and, she really, really had to pull back to her, to her true north. And and thankfully, because we've known each other a long, long time, that I can kind of sense almost her true north. I think when you know someone so well, sometimes you can sense that in someone. So you we can. Had, you can, can't you? We had these really great conversations. And what she did was she she was able to see that this actually wasn't aligned with her true north you know and what she did which I love is she put out to the universe for a sign and she she had a white feather come just into her path twice so she asked two questions I mean it makes me all goosebumpy and that's one of her ways of knowing if she's on the right and and she had two white feathers yeah and I just I loved that process because it reminded me of exactly what we're talking about that 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 sense of practicalities and kind of you know this could lead to that and blah blah but actually now actually is it feeling like it's her true north and it wasn't you know I mean that shows up a lot that you know society and the the systems that 
we exist in so the economic one the environmental one the yeah societal ones right they their job is to make us conform they would love it if we all went and did the same job in gray suits white shirts red ties yeah then the same amount of money they like the systems are not built for non-conformists or contradiction or uh, contrarian thinking right and it's but the the thing is that that creativity and joy and excitement and surprise and change happens at the edges of those things right and it's when you're within like your friend was doing a thing you can you can see when people are meant to be on the edge or following a different path you can see when they're disconnected yeah like that it shows up in language in energy in you know mood in you know I, a lot of a lot of it is, is for me is energy like it, it like it it weighs a lot like when you're disconnected you can feel it's like move instead of moving forward in the right direction even though there's not specific steps that you know that you're taking you're open to serendipity the other one feels like you're stuck like you're moving through treacle yeah like it's it the energy is different from it right it's it you feel disconnected and that shows up in in many ways like physically emotionally verbally like it it shows up a lot so no wonder you can see when people are connected and disconnected and it's a practice right it's because there's so much stuff happening in the world that is not super positive and not super purposeful. Like you look outside and there's, you know, a vast majority of people live their life wading through the sticky stuff because they don't know. They've not been on the right path yet. They've not done the work. Right. And that, I'm not saying everybody should do the work like, but it's not for some people. They never see that opportunity. They never open that door yeah and that's you know but they think that's the way it is and it's when you're standing on the edge of that when you're standing on the outside looking in from a from a different path you can see disconnection everywhere Mm. like you can you can see it shows up it should it it, you know you can see gaps you can see Mm. red flags it will show up everywhere and contrary contrary to that you can see signs like your friend's white feather right you can see things that just don't feel right and rub in the center of my chest again that's not going (laughs) (laughs) but then you know you can like it shows up you 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 know like with kind of anxiety and and the wrong questions and different you know your inner narrative to to link to the first episode we did about language being made like changes like different words show up and if you like do building this compass and this north star is is very language orientated for me so when we map it out on a on a canvas or on a board or on a well however that's being done for that opportunity right the language we choose to use to describe that the way it feels what the direction is what connection looks like we do do an exercise actually of having connection words and disconnection words like what words don't feel like this thing Mm. right and it's you know around the points of your compass are are not north east south west right they're these words they're these things that are meaningful to you they're the the things that point you on the right direction yeah 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 i think that 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 disconnect when you were talking about that you know it's like 
it's almost like people have given up hope as part of it, but also the conditioning, the conditioning of this is what it, this is what normal life feels like. Mm. And they, they get so used to, you know, I'm, I'm, and you know, when you were talking about the suits and the ties and I kept thinking about they're trying to churn us all out as robots, you know, it's this, the same, same, um, you know, if individuality and and creative flair and things like that aren't necessarily encouraged, Mm -hmm. it comes out, but it's not necessarily encouraged particularly through those mainstream systems that you were referencing. So the disconnect is, really prevalent I think and and then sometimes you'll get this breakthrough you see people have this breakthrough mm. and then how quick are other people either around them or you know again using that practicalities word to come in and say well you can't do that yeah. have, you, have you thought about that I mean come on so you doing this work you know mm. and helping people really feel that difference between this is this is the language you're going to start using this is the feeling you're going to have when you're connected versus this is what happens when you're mm. disconnected I think it's really powerful and, and needed and like I, I do a lot with so a, a bunch of my work at the moment because of the environmental and social things that are happening in the world the challenges that we're facing right a lot of organizations and leaders and entrepreneurs who are my usual day job market sort of people are um looking to become purposeful or impactful not that they really understand what that means but they just want to be seen as doing good for people and planet which Mm. is you know to be commended and everybody yes should do that but my job is only to get them to open the door to see things from a different perspective because it's there anyway like it's there they have the opportunity to be impactful to see the world from a different lens already it's just a choice right so all i can do is keep showing them the perspective giving them a hint of if you open that door it looks different from there do you know what i mean but i can't make them walk through the door no like it has to be a choice they have to believe that's the right direction to go in they have to believe it it Mm -hmm. it has to be a belief system Mm -hmm. like and a lot of people have the workshop and have the intention to be impactful and purposeful but aren't willing to stop doing something or change anything or behave differently in order to have it. And that's what, that's the biggest hurdle. That's why people just knock around within the same box. Yeah. You know, they might take the red tie off, but still you're kind of there. Like you're kind of there and it's. That can apply though, Tim, can't it? To so many things, even Mm. like diet, lifestyle (laughs) choices, relationships, work. I mean, it, that unless you take those steps you can have the want you know you can have the want to but unless you make some kind of commitment it's like that inspired action isn't it mm. it's like the, the sort of you can sit on your couch at home and and think about all you can of visualize the, all running of the that amazing five, things that but... 5k <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> unless you take Ooh. some inspired action <laughs> it's not going to just be there is it in your lap unless yeah. you know and i think it all comes down to choice and mindset and thing like, and I, I'm a big believer in the, the power of questions, right? So whatever, whatever pieces of work I'm doing that that's leading me in that direction, right. In the, in the, towards my North star, which is a, for me, again, the feeling that's on the right path. I have questions that kick me to say, I'm a, 
as we again discussed in the first one, I'm a big language person, so questions are really good for me. Um, they work really. There are many tools to do that. Mm-hmm. This is the one I like. But so I've for the last what year are we in? Twenty twenty three. For the last three years, I've been trying to um, become a, an endurance athlete after being a forty three year old, seventeen and a half stone man who liked a, a beer, like to transform into being an endurance athlete. So one of the tools that I have on practice, right, one of the tools that helps me use my compass and lives in my compass is, is what would an athlete do, right? And I'm definitely not ever going to be an athlete, right? That's not stretch by any stretch of the thing. But I can, if somebody rang up and, comf- and asked me if I wanted to run a marathon of 50 miles tomorrow, I could probably do it. Like mm-hmm. I'm all right. But, you know, but you've taken steps to get this is it. But it's a practice, right? Yeah. You have to you have to I believe in practice so much, right? Because yeah. people look when they're looking to change, even if it's a little bit, even if it's just a point in the right direction, people often look for a switch or a button or a thing or a go. Yes, I, I've, I've now changed. I'm now doing this. And it's it's not that it's no it's never one thing Yeah, like it's people look for the the wrong signs like it's a practice like what do you like who do you have to be in order for that to be true is another question I use like who do you have to be in order for that to be true who do you have to be to take that next level of your life like and that the answer to that question is behaviors and it's thoughts right it's not it's not skills it's not I've got an app for it. You know, it might, it might be part of the the way you manage the practice, but it's got to be beliefs and behaviours, right? You've got to believe you can be that different person and, and leave this version of you behind. Not that you're going to change and all your mates are going to drop off and things like that, do you know what I mean? But you, in order to be the person you want to be in the in the world that you envisage or or take the next stage right I had to behave differently Mm. when I now I'm a a all right trail runner on the way to trying to be an endurance athlete right I can't I couldn't behave the same as I was in 2020 like it just it just doesn't compute you have to be yeah different right and it's a practice like I'm still terrible at it I still like a bottle of red wine I still like you know I still like tasty foods still like eating I still look at the rain and go don't really want to run in it do you know what I'm like but it's a practice like you go okay but if I don't what's going to happen like I'm not going to move forward and I do the feeling of moving forward the feeling of being on the right path of following your North Star is super hard to explain to those who aren't but it it comes back to that everything becomes black and white, but not black and white as in simple, black and white as in connection and disconnection. Mm-hmm. Like connection and disconnection is everything. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. am I, am I, you know, am I connected to this massive slab of chocolate cake or disconnected? Like, do you know what I mean? To, to, to I'm gonna use, use that. <laughs> use that like is, it, is this the tool that is this the tool that i need to pick up is this shiny penny the one i need to pick up mm-hmm. it's making me think of the things that i've done in my life and how so it, in 2020 i 
I um, basically stopped drinking and I, I very, very rarely drink now. And it was a process that started in 2019 and then culminated in me getting COVID. I think that was the catalyst, which I then just didn't drink for about eight weeks because I felt so you know bad but I'd already started to and it was exactly as you're as you're describing in the sense of it wasn't aligned with how I wanted to feel Mm. and that's what got did it in the end was that I really started to connect with my energy and how I wanted to feel and I noticed that a glass of wine even just a glass gradually I I the the desire to be aligned with my true north or north star or whatever to to be how I wanted to feel took over from the desire to drink Mm. and that's what's happened and I never thought I you know if you'd have said to me in my 20s even early 30s that that would be how I lived now I would be like I don't even I would want to believe it but I felt I was very trapped and I think there's so many of these constructs and and also what I began to see and notice was the role of alcohol in society and how mm. that keeps, you know, we, we've got all these structures, haven't we? We know that keep us, you know, tr- trying to keep us in line or whatever, but we've also got these structures mm. that are social that, that are in place that make you feel that that's okay. Like it's okay yeah. to sit and have a GNT every night because it makes me relax. And it's all this stuff that we're being told that it's not, it's not actually true, but we're in it. We're stuck in it, aren't we? And you know, alcohol is a, a, a great thing and it's a, a suppressant, right? It, yeah. it's, it suppresses everything. And I, there's a few things that came up there. I think it's important I think people have trigger moments like your COVID and you had to have eight weeks off, which is a bunch of time. Like I've not yeah. managed eight weeks yet. <laughs> but, um, like there's a trigger moment or um, Sarah Rosentula, who um, does a lot of constellations work and, and language and stuff. She's re- she'd be really good to interview on your podcast. I'm mm-hmm. But um, she has a thing called crucible moments, uh, yeah. but moments of clarity. There's a point where you go, Oh, hold on. Like something's, shifted you know i see it in a lot of my friends who are 40 plus they're all going through none of the work i do matters i'm yeah. like yeah yeah welcome to the party <laughs> <laughs> it's fine it's fun out here i know it feels weird but it's fine we're <laughs> like floating anything. around we don't have a structure <laughs> i don't i don't like anything i do i'm like i know no i know yeah yeah nobody actually does that's the thing <laughs> like like and it's like there's always something that triggers that, whether it's a, a point in life or it can be bereavement or a loss or just a, a thing, like some a trigger, right? You have to be open to noticing triggers. So because a lot of people just drive over them like they're a speed hump. You go, hold on, what was that? What was that thing? Why do they keep showing up? But I think when you're looking at things that you do want to change to enable your journey towards your north star whatever this thing is right there's a real useful thing that i use in in work with people so mentoring i I think like everything we do has an impact like everything right um and how we manage that impact is through an idea called energy budgets that quite like that everybody has an energy budget know what a money budget is it's how much money you have to spend on stuff right energy budget is the same thing like how much energy do you have 
you have a bucket full of energy every day. Sometimes that bucket is 20% full and that's all the energy you've got, right? But you still are able, if you're aware of that and intentional about it, you go, oh, how am I best to spend that 20%? Because I can't give you 80% because I've not got, I've not got 80%. I need I need some cake on the city time, like I'm 20%. Like, and it's what actions and what things can you spend that energy on? Like, and and it doesn't go away. It's not all going. Some of the things that you give energy gives you positive energy back. So um yeah. mood follows action is a really good phrase, right? So if you get out and walk or exercise or move, right, that creates positive energy, but biologically proven by, um, oh, what's his name? Famous brain scientist, Dr. Andrew Huberman, right? You can see if you move, if you take action, right, you get better energy. Like it gives you positive energy. And people think, well, exercise takes energy away, but it doesn't in this case, right? So, some things you do right that you're connected to will give you positive energy it might be reading it might be having a glass of wine which is totally fine it might be connecting with your mate might be walking your dog could be anything right could be learning a new thing having a snooze anything will give you positive energy but also on the flip side of that you have to look at what sucks energy from me and we all know those people those things those tasks those organizations that doesn't we all have them it's hard to escape them right we're in the they construct the world and the system that we're in but if you can minimize like the stuff that sucks energy from you like takes energy away and optimize for things that give you positive energy and create space in your day your week your month for that sort of stuff you are stronger you have more energy to move forward down this down this north star path thing right yeah this having something to follow this having the tools to see connection and disconnection everywhere that that's important like i don't care if you call it north star purpose don't really mind whatever it is like the the practice and the behavior of understanding what you're connected to and disconnected to um, and what gives you energy and takes energy away is like fundamental you don't really have to go anywhere if you're all right doing that. You can you can happily sit in a forest doing yoga, understanding that this is it. I don't eat anymore. This is enough. And enough is good, right? I'm not I'm not condoning hustle or movement or massive change. Like it works for me. It's a good thing. And and I like direction and I've seen the power that people having a direction and the momentum that gives people's lives in, in terms of positive change yeah. is is good. But I've also known people who are just happy with their lot and, and they have enough. And I'm like envious of that because that looks yeah. amazing. <laughs> but um, well, it's all relative, isn't it? But it's whatever it works for that individual. Mm. Yeah. And, and, you know, they've just their their north star is shining down on them right wherever they are and that might change they might want to do yoga on a mountain instead of a forest and that's cool um but that's a, another thing like i think i think we get constrained we give ourselves too much constraint for these specific goals these like one purpose these one problems to solve the beautiful analogy about north stars as well is that 
they move around a little bit, right? They move through the sky, like and so it, the direction comes from, you know, the first principles, the foundational truths that it's built on, mm. right? It might end up pointing you in a different direction, but it's it's part of your belief system, right? You know it to be the right direction because you've you've constructed it out of foundational truths, like unmovable truths at the center of who you are, right? Mm. It might point you, you know, I've been I've lived in Ibiza and done been an 1830s rep and worked in the clubs. I can't remember any of it, obviously. Um but <laughs> I was also a rep, but I was I was Cosmos. Oh, were you a sensible yeah. one? Well, I I mean I did have to do the odd bar crawl. Oh yeah. Same. <laughs> but, um I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> like different well, and I thought that was me forever until I got to about 24 and then felt really old. <laughs> I'm like, I need a real job. Um, <laughs> and then, like, I've had lots of things that could be directions and outcomes. I've been an entrepreneur. I'm much more teacher and mentor now in my life. Like, I'm my my principles are always be learning and and like be a forever learner and teach and share what I learn. Like through things like this, and the universities give me opportunity to talk to people for some reason. Um, but they, you know this is what it's all about right do you know what i mean i think i think part of the responsibility of being on the north star path is is to teach others right to share that story Absolutely. when the opportunity is right you don't just bang on it dave down the street because dave's not <laughs> but you know don't you don't have to convince the unconvincible that like, you well, like, like to find your north star <laughs> yeah. like sod off <laughs> yeah. don't, don't walk up don't walk up to yeah. phil in weatherspoons and start doing it he doesn't know <laughs> he doesn't know his guiding light is the is the uh the one behind the john smith's pump yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, I'll have a, I'll have a pint of North Star, mate. Thanks. Yeah, that might that might be a thing. Uh, and I'm sorry, Phil, if you're listening to this. This wasn't based on any real people. It's just names that are coming to my head, and I'm sorry they're all guys, but you know, it's I'm I'm lived experience of that. Susan won't get it either. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. It's the only lived experience I have that comes naturally. The guy thing. Would you say, um, going back to what you were saying about um, the North Star moving? Um, I was that... going to say that was my favourite when you say movable truth. Yes. Because people get set on, oh, this is what I've got to do. And then yes. stuff happens and it's yes. not. Would you say you can useful. be in orbit around your North Star? Like, so as long as you're in orbit around your North Star, you'll think... back to it. Does that make sense? Like you can see, you can see it from every perspective, right? Yeah. It's a north star. It's above you. Like it's it's above yeah. in front of you. It's that thing, right? I can stand here and I can see it, or I can go right over there and I can still see it, right? I've just shifted perspective, so things are a lot more circular than linear in yeah, life. Yeah. Anyway, not to open that massive kettle of fish this late <laughs> oh, in the podcast. I love but, spirals. Um, spirals, spirals. Let's do spirals next. Time. <laughs> right, there were like shapes. That move us we could do um but there's um <laughs> but yeah orbit anything that that feels like biomimicry like ecology like like an ecosystem like we live in an ecosystem it's circular whether we like it or not we're just on a part of the journey but i think 
occasionally you see your north star from a different perspective and it looks like it's pointing in a different way but it's not because it's your north star yeah like it's perspective perspective is massive like like I, I said about working with the leadership teams and the companies to help them see purpose and impact like it's just perspective they just go well you 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 do impactful purpose work you just don't see it how can i get everybody in this organization to see their work as impactful because you'll make better decisions i, I mean that's the only perspective, right? And it takes some digging and some people can't see it and that's all right. It's not their journey. Do you know what I mean? But um, And also when you said about impact, you will always make an impact. That really resonates with me in this sense. Everything. Sometimes the impact might not be what you want to make, but then if you've got the awareness or you're conscious of what you're doing, then you can steer it a bit more in that. Like every step you take towards the North Star on this path, Right, causes a ripple effect. It has an impact. You put your foot down in a puddle, you can see ripple effects. Right. If you step off the path to somewhere that's disconnected, if you go off the path, these ripple effects are not positive ripple effects. If you step forward uh, along the path, the impact of your footprint creates positive ripple effects. It adds energy, takes energy away. It's all the same. Yeah. Right. They're they're all just different visual tools of how we can manage this thing that we're trying you know makes us human like they're they're all the same tool right they're all the same thing energy budget ripple effects impact disconnection connection that they're all tools that we can use to help us visualize that we're on the right that like and be confident we're going in the right direction because the, the world is telling us we're not do you know what i mean like everything is telling us we're not like it's not it, it it's trained to try and make us conform and if you're on your own path that is the lack of conformity mm-hmm. um but yeah it's it's that everything is ripple effects i love ripple effects i use that a lot as yeah. well like you're saying I like ripple effects mm. yeah like mm. start the practice of of understanding what your north star is um what you need mechanically in your compass to help you point in that direction yeah and who do you need there what what permission do you need to give yourself to take the first step because if you you know mood follows action every step you take you'll go oh, i like this thing mm. do you know what i mean I'm, yeah. I'm i like i like this feeling of connection i like this feeling of momentum yeah yeah i don't know where it's going yet but this feels better than that did yeah so i'm going to carry on yeah yeah it's a good sign isn't it yeah and you know just just wanted to finish by saying, you know, with the, you were talking about the power of questions and just a little side note for me there, what what came up, I was thinking, well, when we step into the role of creators, we don't just answer the questions that are given to us or we feel that are set, we create our own. Hmm. Um, And then that moves us outside the box, right? So that, that for me, I was like, yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, But for our lovely listeners, I was wondering if we could finish potentially... (laughs) On a question for them. Oh, that's a great idea. <laughs> yeah. Do we have a question we could throw out to our listeners? Because they, they've been taking all this in. Um, maybe some people will really resonate with this concept and the, mm. the way that you've, you know, shaped it today through our discussion and the different analogies and things like that. We use language. Um, but yeah, if there's something that they need to consider or ask themselves that they've perhaps not before. Yeah, I think, oh, let's think of a good question that, yeah in order for like if you want to be achieve something go somewhere reach a a stage or a level of life or work or whatever like who do you have to be 
to get to that person, right? Like, so for me, that was a good one because like the behaviors of an athlete were different in contrast from mine. And I was like, okay, like what food choices can I make? What diet, what exercise choices can I make? But, you know, another good one, if that doesn't, there's loads of question tools, but what would you do if you knew you would not fail? It's a good one. Mm. like what would you do if you knew what that you would not fail because fail is just failure is just fear showing up as practicality they go oh no i'm not i I haven't got the time money energy skills for that you know but there's loads of little things what's the idea you you're willing to fight for like there's loads of good questions any of those will drive the right answer it might not be answers you want to hear but it will give you the right answers yeah. Something I, I found really powerful that I came across when I did that talk actually at Creative Mornings was um, it was something like if you are if everything is still the same in five years, how does that make you feel? And it was kind of like boom, okay. <laughs> I don't like that feeling, you know, and then it kind of then you start to like get in touch with the no, don't you? The disconnection and yeah. so what are you willing to change? Right, yeah. it's the follow. It's the best follow-on question. Like people, go, I really want this to happen. I mean, like I mentor people and train them on trail running and stuff, and they go, oh, "I really love to get to half marathon." I'm like, oh, "Right, well, what are you willing to change? Because you don't think you can do 10k, and it's not that far. Like it's just carrying on for a bit. It's not super difficult, and it, you know. But what are you willing to change? Is the is the thing that the mm. is the hurdle, right? Because if you aren't willing to behave or think or do something differently you're not going to get there yeah yeah amazing thank you it was really inspiring we've had had another masterclass (laughs) (laughs) it's good it was good we'll have to do one on um the power of questions on your on your second birthday or something yeah you can make this an annual thing there you go (laughs) yes awesome i've been like you better bring you a cake next time like virtually obviously (laughs) will that be like some sort of test now think about whether you want this cake (laughs) yeah yeah just to see if you've been listening in the uh... (laughs) like oh girls you failed (laughs) (laughs) oh thanks so much tim it's been awesome thank you thank you very much Thanks for listening. So if you would like to connect to us elsewhere in the multiverse, well, you can. You can find me, Sally, at thecreativeview.co.uk or on Instagram as the.creative.u. For Sibby, her website is healingrights.com and she's also on Instagram as Sibby Rights. Lots of love. See you soon. <laughs>